Hey everybody, this is Andy Smithson and welcome to True Parenting Audio, where you can get inspiration and practical parenting tips to build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Today's audio post is Safeguarding Our Kids Against Tech and Media Garbage. Take a second to list all the incredible and miraculous benefits that have come from the invention of the internet and modern technology. What changes have you witnessed just in your lifetime? I'm constantly amazed at the information and communication that is available to us today because of these incredible technologies. The good. I recently watched brothers half a world away from each other communicate in real time from China to rural Idaho. I've been able to reconnect with friends from grade school that I never would have been able to track down before social networks. I can personally carry every book of scripture, learn parenting tips, receive and share encouragement from people I love, and listen to hours of wonderful music and inspiring podcasts from a device that fits in my pocket. I can learn almost anything I want with a few words and a click. One of the things I love is that I always have a camera with me to document memories with my family that I never would have captured without my smartphone. It's truly magnificent what we can do with the touch of a button these days. It boggles my mind to think that I didn't even have high-speed internet until I was finishing high school. The bad. I've also seen families torn apart by addiction to pornography. I've heard of videos and written portrayals of grotesque violence that, at its very least, desensitizes society to moral and societal atrocities. The truth is that the garbage we often find in the media has always existed. I'm not blaming technology. Technology is only a vehicle, but all this garbage is much more accessible than it has ever been before in known history. It is also much easier to conceal. I have heard of 10-year-olds that walk around with pornography in their pocket without mom or dad even knowing. I know parents that load the dishwasher in, the, in their kitchen while their child plays a video game in the next room over that gives them points. Yes, rewards them for killing cops, torturing people and creatures, and raping prostitutes. Who cares about all the arguments of why it's no big deal? There are plenty of studies that affirm that participating in the filthy material listed above have tragic effects on kids and families. However, I know that the science of whether pornography or video games or media violence has a de detrimental effect on kids and people in general can be refuted if someone really wants to. My argument is to safeguard our children's technology use and teach them to self-regulate what kind of media they consume because the bad stuff is simply garbage. There's nothing valuable to be gained by it. I stand by the metaphor that if you fill a bucket with garbage and sewage, you'll never get chicken noodle soup out of the bucket. To all those that may say, Oh, it's no big deal. It's just a game or a picture or a song. I would say, what goes in will eventually come out. And some of those things that are going in are pretty frightening. Five ways to safeguard your child from media garbage. Number one, 
Filter or limit access reasonably. Set and build boundaries into your family's life. Because of the, the extreme accessibility of media trash, it makes sense to place natural limits on, the, on this content. We may not have control over every access our children have to it, but we can decide what we will allow into our own homes. There are a few simple things that parents can do to set boundaries and limit accessibility in their own homes. Get a good internet filter for your computer. Put the computer in a high traffic area of your home. Don't put TV, computer, or devices in kids' rooms. Wait to give your child a personal device and monitor its use. Make a decision of what age you feel your child can handle the new responsibility of a personal device like a smartphone or a tablet. Have a charging station where the personal devices reside after a certain time at night. Make your kids' social media memberships contingent on your being their friend and having access to their accounts. Don't sneak around to monitor their accounts. Just tell them up front that that's part of the deal from the beginning. Some parents may read this and think, that's way too sheltered. That's fine with me. I do provide shelter to my children. My home is a place that they can come to be safe from the storm. It would be silly to send a kid out into a tornado or hurricane because we thought keeping them indoors would be too sheltered. Yes, I'm fine with letting kids go out and experience the rain, hear the thunder, and feel the wind of regular old storms, but I do not want to slap a raincoat on their backs and shout, All right, go out and tame that tornado, and I certainly do not need to invite the storm into my home. Kids need limits on the seemingly limitless. Their freedom in these things can grow as they grow. Number two, teach and participate in self-limited positive uses of technology. This is the hard part for a lot of parents. We need to be a model of responsible internet and media use. If we spend all of our time with our heads down looking at social media on our phones, they will want to do the same. If our evenings after work are consumed by television, movies, internet surfing, and endless cell phone notifications, cue the ringtone, this will become their norm. I'm not against any of those technologies, but when they devour our time and leave nothing left for those we are with, they can become a problem. In addition, the more time we are spending in these virtual worlds, the more we are exposed to the barrage of advertisements. We become more familiar and desensitized to sexualization, objectification, and exploitation that are often present there. These are things we would have never considered reasonable or appropriate otherwise. A great way to model and reinforce healthy habits to use is to adhere to similar media use guidelines that you set for your child. Have a no tech time each day, maybe after a certain time in the evening. Dedicate that time to each other. Put your phone or device in your charging station and leave it there. Don't watch things on television that don't meet your values. Also, model positive use of tech and media. Some of the most incredible wonders of our new technology is the worlds it opens in terms of education and self-improvement. Show your kids how to access educational videos or good, clean, healthy entertainment on YouTube. 
show them how to Skype their grandma, or teach them computer skills that will serve them later in life. Number three, model healthy regard for people and discourage exploitation. This step goes far beyond technology and media, but will have a huge influence on what technology and media choices our children will make. It's sad to me when I hear about dads that have introduced their sons to pornographic material as a sort of rite of passage. I would hope that this is not very common, but I've heard about it happening far more frequently than I would like. Show your children by your actions that you value others that violence and aggression are not the answer to problems, and that pornography and sexual exploitation are not normal. Husbands and wives should treat each other with respect and bring the education of virtues and values to the forefront of their lives. Don't teach children only when they need correction. Teach them during the good times. Number four, build a relationship of trust that allows kids to seek help if needed. Building a relationship of trust is important so that kids can talk to parents if they're struggling or if a friend or schoolmate shows them something that they didn't want to see. Spend time with them. Show interest in what they like even if or when you think it's ridiculous or immature. Let the unimportant stuff go. I've seen things like the length of a kid's hair drive such intense relational wedges in a parent-child relationship that the child did not feel he could confide in his parents at all. Let the small stuff go. Express love and affection in ways that make sense to them. Relationship is the foundation of the greatest learning. Number five, if you have a problem with it, get help. There are many that are consumed by pornography, video gaming, or other entertainment addictions. Addiction places everything else as second fiddle. It takes priority and affects all areas of life. It makes parenting responsibilities more difficult and saps the satisfaction out of it. If you find that you have an addiction or that you struggle to get away from technology and media garbage, seek out the help you need. Talk to ecclesiastical leaders, a counselor, attend an addiction class, or just throw out the garbage. The strength it takes to seek out help or throw away things that are not in line with our values is a powerful lesson to children and teens that face making decisions about what they will fill their bucket with for the rest of their lives. If dad and mom can throw out the garbage, they are often more willing to take the challenge themselves. Ultimately, our environment and what we fill our bucket with day in and day out has a commanding effect on our moods, thoughts, and actions in our lives. Our kids are so impressionable, and they learn so much more from what they see and witness than by what is preached to them. Parents are their children's primary teacher, but they have so many more teachers these days. They have YouTube and Facebook and Snapchat and so many other presenting messages each and every day. Let's safeguard our homes and provide the influence we can to help our children learn lessons that will benefit their lives and build patterns of happiness and growth. Question, what do you think about this topic? What is something you do 
to help safeguard your kids from tech and media garbage. Come on over to trueparenting.net and share your opinions and thoughts on this topic. Thanks again for listening to True Parenting Audio. I appreciate your support and any feedback that you give. You can go to facebook.com slash trueparenting and leave your thoughts about the podcast. If you have any questions you'd like me to answer on the podcast, go ahead and shoot me an email at andysmithson at trueparenting.net.